Hello, everyone, and welcome to the McKendry Ketchup. Alrighty, so for this episode, it is a special episode where we are going to be talking all about the parking issues on campus. So, if you weren't already aware, there's a lot of issues with parking on campus, at least among students. There's not enough parking lots, and there's too many students with cars, and it's, or at least it seems like that, and it's really hard to find parking. And the uproar about parking issues on campus started this year when the city of Lebanon put up no parking signs on Stan Street, at least on the hill of Stan Street. But if you weren't aware, Stan Street has actually been a no parking area, at least the areas of Stan Street that say no parking. It has actually been no parking for quite a few years. Now, the parking issues on campus, at least according to the McKendry Review, what I can find on the McKendry Review, go back to at least as early as 2011. And from one of the articles I found on McKendry Review about parking titled Parking Needed on Campus, they state that resident that residents of Lebanon, along with the mayor of Lebanon, were getting frustrated about students and faculty par- blocking their driveways on Merrill Street So Lebanon took action and enforced parking restrictions by blocking off Merrill Street and putting up no parking signs there. And as for the no parking on Stan Street, that is because it is dangerous to park on that side of the street with the hill there because then people can't see who's coming over the hill. And with everybody parking on the right side of the street, the people who are coming up the street can't see who's coming down the street and they're in the middle of the road, and that can cause a lot of accidents. So Stanton Street is no parking. There's also Merrill Street that is no parking. And Lebanon has also put up a lot of no parking signs around a ton of the other streets around Le- around McKendry because of how much McKendry students will park on those streets because of the parking issues. Lots, um, I believe it is, C, D, and E, which are the closest to campus, fill up really quickly. And the parking lots by MPCC, which is up on campus close to the cemetery, is far away from the quad and where the majority of classes are. And so students don't tend to park there. And so today I'm going to be interviewing two different people and we're going to be talking about their experiences with parking and what they think should be done about it. I'm talking with someone who lives on campus and with a commuter student. This is Xander. Um, I am the resident assistant of Walton Hall, third floor. I live here on campus. Uh, I play water polo and I dive as well. So I have to commute to and from the pool here on campus. And um, I'm also in Spectrum Alliance and I am a part of the residence life staff. And I'm Elena. I'm head producer of the McKendry Radio. And today we're going to be talking about the parking issues on campus. So what issues do you face with parking? Um, So one of the biggest issues that I face with parking is coming back from practice every morning. I come back usually around 10 a.m. And the commuter students have already showed up on campus. Usually the first open spot isn't. Um, anywhere close to my classes, it's usually over by MPCC or even in the lot behind the basketball lot. 
um, which means that it's quite a walk from my car to my classes in the morning pretty much every day when I come back from practice. Yeah, and I'm a commuter student, so I understand the struggle of trying to find parking. Where is the pool at? So the pool is at the McKendry Metro Recplex. Um, so is the ice hockey rink. It's about a 10-minute drive away uh, over in O'Fallon. Um, it's, you take Belleville Street and then you get off on uh, 50 and yeah. you take 50 all the way to like the first light. Um, so it's, it's not too far away, but coming back from it, it makes it really difficult to find parking just because there are so many people here. So do you practice like every morning? Yeah, we practice every morning for water polo. We our season actually just ended, but when we're in season, it's every morning practice. The varsity and club times vary, but basically, people will get, be getting back from the pool anytime from seven thirty to ten o'clock in the morning. So any of those classes in like the eight a.m., nine a.m., or ten a.m. spot usually are going to be difficult to find parking. And for diving, I practice later at night right now, but next semester it'll be in the mornings every day from eleven to uh, one o'clock. So um, with your car, you have a car on campus. Um, do you ever drive places off campus not for sports? Uh, yeah, quite often, actually. My partner lives in Troy, uh, which is only about 20 minutes away, but it is off campus, and I go there regularly. So coming back is, uh, yeah, also chores and other things like that. Um, there's not much here in Lebanon, so all my grocery shopping and my uh, pharmaceutical needs are done in St. Louis. Yeah. And then you have to drive all the way to St. Louis yeah. and then all the way back <laughs> and then the parking. Yeah. And it's like, it's just one more issue on top of the whole like 45 minute drive to Costco. Does the bogey bus like stop by the MPCC? The, the MPCC or the Recplex? Like the MPCC. Yeah, it does occasionally. But from my experience, not reliably. Like I've been, I've been there, and I've parked in the MPCC, and I've been offered to like been picked up one time by the bogey bus, but consistently when I'm there, not really. Is there like a sign that says like a bogey bus stop is there? Or? Yeah, it it there is a sign there. Um, I don't regularly use the bogey bus, but being as someone who like parks in that lot often, I don't see it as much as I feel like I should, especially if there is a sign there. Yeah, I don't really use the bogey bus, so I don't have much experience with it. I used it once to get to, like, West, and that was it. Um, do you know anything about the bogey bus? Like, is there a schedule on when it comes? Yeah, there's supposed to be a schedule. I know a couple of my international teammates use the bogey bus to get back over to West, and pretty consistently it does go from the the roundabout in the middle of campus um, to west and back, but as far as I'm aware, those are the really the the main points. I guess you could say that it hits. There is supposed to be a schedule, though. I know that it's posted somewhere, but I wouldn't be able to tell you where. Yeah, I don't know where it is either, <laughs> honestly. Um, so with the parking issues on campus, there's also like um, Stannon Street, I believe it's called, where like a lot of people are parking there on the hill there, where it says like no parking. Yeah, and the city like blocked it off and said, like, no parking and is, like, giving out tickets and stuff now. And I've heard a lot of complaints from, like, peers about that. 
Um, have you ever parked over there? Yeah. So last year before it became against like the Lebanon city ordinance, I would park there quite often, especially coming back from practice. That would be my choice to park. And then I'd go get breakfast at 1828 or I'd go and go to class. And then I would get back in my car and try and find parking elsewhere afterwards. But now that it's an ordinance, I haven't parked there this year, but I have heard a lot of similar complaints that you have from my peers about how we can't park there. And being a member of the Res Life staff, I have to tell people to not park there yeah. occasionally. And it's not it's not a fun time. They don't like me for that. <laughs> yeah. It's actually like been an ordinance for a while to not to have like no parking in that area over on Stanton Street where that hill really? is. Yeah. And um I found articles from the McKendry Review talking about like parking issues going back from like twenty thirteen. Oh wow. So this yeah. is this has been an issue. Parking has been an issue at McKendry for a while, and we just keep letting in more and more More students students and then more and more cars. Um, Do you have any thoughts on what we should do about the parking issues? You know, I've had a couple of thoughts, but honestly, none that are like really viable, but I'll I'll throw out a few hypotheticals here. Uh, One of the things that I think would be maybe not so popular with the faculty here, but the students would absolutely love is just to simply build more accessible parking. Uh, a lot of bigger universities have parking structures. They're not pretty, but make D lot into a multi-level parking structure and you've doubled your parking without adding any more space effectively. But it's not going to be time or cost efficient, so you know it's not going to be a popular solution. But yeah. I think it would definitely solve the problem. Another one is a lot of people have thrown back, like I wasn't here when the freshman parking stickers were a thing, but I know about them. And a lot of people have said, we'll bring the freshman parking stickers back, especially if we keep bringing in bigger class after bigger class after bigger class. Like when I was a freshman, my class was the biggest. And now this year, the freshman class is the biggest. And if that happens again next year, then we're going to run out of even more parking, which we already don't have. Yeah. Oh, and just so listeners know, the freshman parking pass, which they got rid of, that was where freshmen had to park in the like MPCC lot, right? Yeah. Or around that area? Yeah. Yeah. The way it was explained to me is just like there were two different undergraduate parking passes. Um, there was the yellow and the purple one, and the yellow stickers couldn't park in the C or D lot. So effectively putting them in the MPCC. Yeah. And when I myself was trying to think of like what should we do about parking, like the only thing that I could think of was like what you said, building like a parking like can mm-hmm. like what is it called? A uh, parking garage. Yeah, building like a parking garage over in like the D and E yeah. area. Um, which obviously it wouldn't look pretty, but it's like no. we don't have the land space near campus to really build more parking lots. Exactly. And especially because a lot of the arguments against building more parking is, well, we already have the space. It's just behind MPCC. But the whole problem is that's so far away from campus yeah. and everything that happens on campus that you don't want to park out there. So building something more close, like you said, on the D and E lots would be really nice. Yeah. So um, about like the parking, um, as for like other solutions, do you think we should do something like not let freshmen have cars on campus? Uh, I wouldn't go as far to say don't let freshmen have cars on campus just because the uh, I know that a lot of the freshman class is commuters, um, like aside from commuters, aside like from the commuter, ones okay. who live on campus. Yeah. Um, well, in that case, then maybe. I know that like people who live at West and Hunter Street need cars, obviously, to get to campus. I mean, you don't need yeah. it, but it's 
less of a friendly walk or a bogey bus drive. But those of us who live in the traditionals or in new res or even the suites probably don't don't need a car, especially for in the incoming class, you know. Yeah. But then there also is the issue of some people do need cars to go out and get their meds or to see their family. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, you're right. I mean, when I was a freshman, I needed a car just because I didn't know if I was going to have anyone who could drive me to and from practice or, like you said, to get yeah. my meds or food or anything like that. And I lived in New Res last year uh, when I was a freshman. But, but um, you know, what I quickly realized is that I definitely could have gone without a car because a lot of my teammates and, and the groups that I was a part of had ways to get me around, even if it was to St. Louis. Um it might not be as convenient for someone who doesn't have the benefit of being in a sport, but I know that it's not impossible. So um, as for like being in sports and having to go to the recplex for practice, is there like anything that the team does or the coaches do to help students who like don't have a vehicle get over there? Um, yeah, so actually this year as well, uh, Coach Colleen, the water polo coach, she's been really emphatic on trying to make sure that everyone has a ride to and from practice. And we have a good amount of people who have cars, but not everyone does. Um, a lot of the a lot of the athletes who are from farther away or especially the international students do not have cars. And the like first thing we did was sit down and as a group it's like, okay, day one practice, from now on, you're taking this guy, this guy, and this guy. And like, if you're not there, they're not there. So it's like a whole accountability thing as well, which is really nice. Yeah. Um, I know that it worked actually really well, um, especially because last year we had issues with people not being able to make it because of rides. And um, in the past, we've had athletes hitchhike on 50 to get to the no. recplex. <laughs> That's a fun story to tell. Um, oh, no. One of the one of the underclassmen, like a couple years ago, didn't have a car and he he hitchhiked to practice. No. <laughs> um, and then last year, one of the guys tried to hitchhike, but he uh, the Van Gogh bus passed by, and so he paid his fee and got on the Van Gogh bus instead. Oh. Um, which isn't always a reliable alternative, but it's better than hitchhiking. So what is the Van Gogh bus? So Van Gogh is a service that's offered uh, throughout St. Clair County. It's oh. it's it's a lot like uh, an Uber, especially since Uber isn't yeah. out in this area yet, um, as far as I'm aware. They might be now, but I they weren't know. last year. Um, and it's like it's it's kind of similar to the bogey bus actually, but you pay a small fee. And they come and pick you up and they take you to wherever you need to go. Um, yeah. But it's like it's just for St. Clair County. It's similar to the to the buses that St. Clair County offers to go to like specific destinations. But that's yeah. on a set route. Van Gogh is a private company. You uh-huh. pay them a little bit more and they take you directly from point A to point B. It's not like a route. Yeah. Does Van Gogh like come into Lebanon? Um, if you need them to, yeah. If you okay. if you pay them, they'll come and pick you up here. Um, I know that for for days when like someone is sick, for example, or they can't make it to a practice, those people that they normally drive, if they can't find a ride, they'll take Van Gogh from campus to the recplex. So it at least goes to West. <laughs> yeah. Do you know if the um, if like the St. Clair County like public transportation buses like come into Lebanon? I do not know actually. Um, I know that there's a map of it right outside of Calvin 
Wortman's office. Uh, <laughs> but I, off the top of my head, I can't remember. Yeah. That's all right. I can look at that. Yeah. Um, so with your, with water polo, you guys like encourage carpooling together and you kind of enforce that. Do you know if like other sports and other clubs do something like that? Uh, yeah. I mean, just off the top of my head, the swim and dive team also does something similar. It's understood that there are a lot of people who can't have cars on campus and you need to get them to practice, especially if you're in the same uh, practice group as them. Um, and as far as I'm aware, other sports that are off campus do that as well. I can't speak from personal experience for teams like hockey or powerlifting, but I do know that the two teams that I'm a part of absolutely encourage carpooling and make sure that everyone gets there, especially to places like the Recplex, which are not extremely close. Yeah. Um, as for like parking issues on campus, do you have anything you want to say on that other than what you've already said? You know, other than what I've already said, honestly, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I know that there's definitely a lot of issues with it, but reasonably they're not going to get solved anytime soon. I mean, yeah. as much as I want to be like, we need to do this and this and this and this, McKendry A, doesn't have the money to build a new parking structure, or B, is yeah. going to have to make an unpopular choice about freshman parking lot or no cars for freshmen or something like that. It'll make it easier yeah. on the other three grades and the other undergraduates and even the grad students, but it's definitely not going to be a popular choice no matter which way you, you choose. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the radio. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Hi, uh, I'm Megan Malone. I'm a freshman commuter uh, student here. I'm in my first semester. Um, I am in student government. I'm a commuter senator, and I'm the president of our new McKendry Commuter Student Association Club. So as for parking issues, I'm sure you've heard about on campus. Um, what issues do you face with parking? Um, yeah, parking's a big part of my day because I drive, you know, I, I drive here, I drive back, um, and then I'm in a lot of clubs that happen during weeknights. So I have to come back and I have to refund parking. So I would definitely say like the mornings, there's just not a lot of available spots. Um, I think the main lots people park in are the ones kind of by the fitness center. Um, I don't remember the exact letters, like C, D, E, yeah, that C, area. D. Yeah, so a lot of people, I mean, it depends on your class time. So I think a lot of people with early classes will kind of show up and they park in, I believe it's D, um, which is not too far of a walk. And then a lot of other people that show up later, like my first class is at 10, we kind of get stuck in lot E, which I mean, it's just a, it's a pretty far walk. Like I'm going to Clark every morning, so I'm walking. Yeah. It's a long distance. <laughs> um, and I mean, I, I, I don't know if there's an exact solution to that because we're always going to have a lack of parking. Um, I think part of a solution would be designating a lot for maybe freshman students and commuter students, which I think we used to have, but it was done away with for some reason. Yeah, we used to have like designated um, parking for like undergraduate student. There were... Um, Xander described this earlier in the podcast, how there's different, like, there were, there used to be different, like, 
parking passes and that, yeah. like, designated, like, where you could park, but students were still, like, parking in places that their parking pass didn't allow them to be right. in, and nothing was really done about it. Yeah, I mean, definitely probably enforcing that would be the hardest part. Um, but I, I think if we could bring that back, it would be good because, like, um, I know personally, <laughs> so I go to meetings at nights and it's now it's getting into winter, so it's dark when I leave. Yeah. And if I have to walk all the way back out to Elot, it can be kind of dangerous. Um, it makes me nervous just as a woman. And, I mean, even for guys, too, it could definitely be dangerous. So, yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. I think it would be good if it would be possible for, like, people who are – driving to and back to have closer spots because I think a lot the main reason why commuters don't have a close spot or a reasonably close spot is because people who live in the dorms on campus they park their cars close which makes sense but then they don't leave for (laughs) however long and so the people who actually need those parking spots and then are going to their car back and forth every day don't get the ones that are you know within range of the campus with lights and you know yeah so yeah we definitely need more lighting and like the yeah, parking especially sure. in like c and d and e like those like closer bigger lots yeah have you ever like parked over on like stand street mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of it's kind of sketchy um there's a lot of gravel over there so like i was parking there one time and my my wheels started slipping which oh, no. scary and then pe- like cars though they're definitely going too fast on that road so when you're walking away or you're walking to campus on the street like it can be kind of dangerous it's not ideal yeah because there's no like sidewalk there right so it's like you have to walk on the road mm-hmm. and then there's already the issue of like cars parking and where it says like no parking right and then like cars are trying to go like up the street and down the street it's a hill, too. It's kind of yeah. just a recipe for disaster, basically. <laughs> yeah. That's actually why they, um, why the city of Lebanon put up, like, no parking signs mm-hmm. on Stan Street on that hill specifically because it is a recipe for disaster. And people yeah. are parking there, and people are trying to drive both ways. The street just isn't yeah. big enough for it, and that's going to cause an accident. For sure. For sure. It's not, it's not great yeah. parking for anyone. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's... It's close, but it's you're not supposed to park there, and that's right. Kind of what got me interested in like starting this like podcast on like the parking issue. Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely something the college or maybe student government should work on improving if we can. I I mean, so at Edwardsville College, the SI SIUE Southern Illinois yeah. University Edwardsville, they have these. Because their campus is a bit bigger, so they have, like... It's, like, humongous. Yes, yes. They have these emergency call things that are out to just kind of provide safety. And while our campus is small, I mean, if people are parking, you know, at the MPCC and it's night or... I I think it could be kind of helpful, you know, in keeping people safe. Yeah. But... I think I've seen, like, one on our campus. Oh, yeah. Nearby, um, oh, near Eisenmeyer, 
but I'm not sure if it works or not, or if right. it's, it might be something else that I'm thinking of. I think of. I know what you're talking about, and I need to go look at what that actually is, because I wasn't yeah. sure either. So, um, do you ever use, like, the bogey bus while on campus? Um, I've used it one time to get to West, because my car was at West. It's kind of a long story, but I had to go to my professor's house. It's the whole thing. Yeah. But I think the bogey bus is a really great resource that gets underused on campus. Um, and student government was talking about this the other day about trying to get the bogey bus to run for longer because there's a lot of students at West who have meal plans, but they're not able to go eat like after, I think it's after six maybe. Yeah, do you know like what times the bogey bus runs? Like I or like does it run it on the weekend? I so no, I don't think it runs on the weekends. And one of the things we were saying is if we can get the bogey bus to take students from maybe West or Bearcat, if you know where that is, Bearcat yeah. Hall, to sports games instead of cuz some of them don't have cars, right? So how yeah. do they get around? And there's some other issues with I guess the bogey bus wasn't always stopping at Bearcat. And yeah. yeah, so I think it's it's a great resource, but I I do think that we can use it a little bit yeah. better. Yeah, and um, Xander actually talked about um, parking in the MPCC lot and there being a bogey bus stop there, yeah. but the bus like pretty much never coming by there. Right. So yeah. that's not great because, I mean, you know, if people are parking over there, the bus can take them and bring them you know that'd be safer than walking to your car and yeah so what thoughts do you have on like what we should do about the parking issue well I mean I think that a freshman or an undergraduate commuter lot something like that would definitely be helpful but I know it's hard to enforce that I know we've tried it before I, I don't really know exactly who would enforce that I would say it'd be public safety but they may not have the resources. So, yeah, it's kind of hard. I would say that would be their their first, and I think that's something hopefully the student government will be able to talk about. Um, I think the bogey bus, if we can, like, get it to stop at actual parking spots, like, if we can put in a stop over an e-lot that's probably one yeah. of the farthest from campus and just have them bring kids to the circle lot or wherever – I think that'd be great, but again, it would take resources and um, yeah. yeah, so it wouldn't be easy, but I think it's needed. I think those would two, be two good solutions, um, so hopefully we get yeah. there one day, but yeah. So like trying to get the bogey bus to like stop like in like different like parking lots yeah. like along its route? Yeah, I think that would be great. Like, so it stops at West and then I know Bearcat it can kind of go to Bearcat, and if it comes back the way, it already goes past some of those lots if it goes around yeah. the block. Um, sorry, I don't know the street names. Stanton Street? It might be, There's yeah. um, the main street of like, that McHenry is on. I think that's Alton Street, and then there's um, Stanton Street, which is yeah. the one with like the gravel parking. Yeah. I think it's that. So if it just, like, you know, goes around and then it could definitely help limit the amount of kids that are having to walk all the way out there yeah. and keep students safer. But, um, yeah. So do you think 
McKendry should do something like not let like freshmen who live in the dorms have cars on campus or like make students pay for parking passes? I mean, so I, I think that's hard. So, I mean, I don't want to say freshmen shouldn't have cars because it's not just freshmen that take up spots, you know, so yeah. I don't really know how helpful that would be. Um, I mean, it, a lot of colleges do it. It wouldn't be out of pocket and it would probably help some. Um, parking passes, yeah. I, I think, I don't want to say we would have to pay for them, but I, I think we wouldn't need to. I think that they should just have like a commuter parking sticker or a freshman parking sticker and just do that. Um, maybe having different colors um, for the different lots, you know. Um, yeah. But, yeah, there's no perfect solution. I mean. Yeah. There really is no, like, <laughs> good solution. No. Do you think that, like, parking lots could be added anywhere on campus? Um, <laughs> honestly, not really. I don't know where they would add parking yeah. spaces because we don't have, I mean, we're not a huge campus. There's not a lot of parking. Yeah. Um, and we're pretty landlocked. Yeah, we are. I mean, because we got this whole neighborhood around us. So, I mean, <laughs> if the college bought, you know, a lot of the houses and then tore them down, yes, we could probably build a new parking lot. But I know that a lot of the houses that the college owns, they use for offices. So. Yeah. And then the other houses, like, residents live there, and that would yeah, definitely no. upset the Probably would not be in. good with that. No. I mean, I wouldn't be good with that if I lived there. So... I mean, I think, I don't, yeah, I, unless a whole block sells their land to the school, they're probably not going to build another parking lot. So if we're going to find a solution, it's going to have to probably be with the space that we have, as far yeah. as I know. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> I mean, whatever solution that would be chosen, somebody's going to be, you know, the odd one out. Somebody's going to probably not be happy with the decision. Um, but if we're going to pick a solution, it probably just has to be for the health and safety of the majority, like those yeah. kids that are walking back to their car often at night, you know, it's, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Do you have anything else about like the parking issues that you want to say? No. Um, hopefully we can find a solution soon. I know SGA is working on some stuff with the bogey bus. So we'll see how that works out. And um, yeah. Alrighty. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you.